0: Hey dumpster dwellers, we have a special interview with Amy Dolans for you today, but if you haven't listened to our latest episode, 316 Ticks, make sure you go do that before you listen to this interview. Everyone else, enjoy.
1: Okay, well you can just as easily sunbathe by the pond though,
0: couldn't you? What, are you trying to get rid of us? No, I just think it's time you guys had some fun together. Hey, I'm having too much fun already.
2: (laughs) Dee Dee, what about you? Oh, I gotta stay in the shade, you know that ozone thing. Right.
0: Hey, what's up dumpster dwellers? We got another special mini-sode for you today. Um, I'm here, uh Joel Escola with my co-hosts, Sean. Hello. and Connor. Hello. I don't have a special intro today because reasons. Um, and we got a really special guest with us today, the the beautiful, uh talented Amy Dolans.
2: Hi guys. Hi. How you doing? Doing well. <laughs>
0: How's your societal collapse going? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's uh it's going um not too bad though i'm in vancouver so you know (laughs) what are you gonna do just staying home a lot and uh and trying to keep healthy. I hope everybody else out there is good too. So
0: yeah, they got their hand sanitizer. They're all set to go. Hopefully. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I found toilet paper. I was thrilled.
0: <laughs> uh, so first of all, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show with us and, and chatting with us about ticks. Um, we were really excited. Well,
2: thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, no problem. Uh, we were really excited to, to talk to you. So yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll jump right into it. With your your mother and father being uh, professional performers, right? Uh was acting um, the go-to career choice for you, or, or did you have some other aspirations? Or, or how did that all kind of start?
2: Well, I, I think you're pretty much about right. I mean, you know, growing up in Hollywood and growing up with a family, my grandfather on my dad's side and my grandmother on my dad's side, was, um, all, they were also in the business. And so I really, you know, it was always around me, and I, I did love it. Um, so, uh, a lot. My dad did not want me to be an actress at all. <laughs> I really had to. Really? I really had to force the issue, actually. <laughs> anything else I wanted to do, he jumped on board big time. Um, especially, I love to draw and I wanted to be an illustrator. And so, he built me a light box and anything but acting. And then finally, I just broke him, basically. <laughs> 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 just really. <laughs> Poor dad just went, okay, I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> fine, fine.
0: <laughs> oh man
2: yeah i kind of went behind his back a bit too because he had a friend who um was an agent a friend of his knew a really good agent in la and so i talked to his friend his best friend and i'm like come on Stu, you gotta like talk to daddy and you know so i i just broke him i just got everybody around him <laughs> finally he has to just give in
0: <laughs> oh that's great Uh, So you've done a ton of TV. Um, You've done Growing Pains. You were on a couple episodes of uh, Webster and um, Mr. Belvedere and things like that and and a bunch of soap operas. Um, What kind of pushed you to the end of the horror spectrum?
2: Really? Very simple. I just love horror movies.
0: There you go. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, That sounds good to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was it. That's, uh, yeah, not not a whole lot of thought there, but yeah, I just uh, loved horror movies. That's so cool. <laughs> what's, your,
0: what's your favorite horror movie?
2: Uh, I think, I love sci-fi as well. I'm a big sci-fi fan, and I have to say Alien is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Because it, you got both there. You got the horror, you got the sci-fi.
0: Melding perfectly. It's
2: got it all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> An all-time classic for sure. <laughs>
2: yep, yep. And it's a comfort movie for me, which I, my friends just think that's crazy. <laughs> I love that. It's like master comfort movie.
1: Well, I mean, on this show, we, we talk about a lot of movies that people look at us a little strange for calling them comfort movies. So Yeah,
2: exactly. Kind of lines up. <laughs> it's perfect.
1: Yeah, Hellraiser is a comfort movie for me, so, you know.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, Step Monster is a comfort movie for me, so oh. <laughs> so there you go. So you are super busy, uh, it seems, in in 92 and 93. Um you were shooting, oh, did you shoot all these films back-to-back? And and when I say all these films, I mean Pumpkinhead 2, uh, Witchboard 2, Step Monster, and Ticks. They're all coming out the same year. Can you talk a little bit about <laughs> how that process went? And, 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 I mean, were you jumping all over the place? Or, or, or how did that go?
2: Yeah. I guess I was jumping all, you know, I really didn't seem, I mean, I guess I was busy. But at the time, it was just so normal to always be on set. And... And doing stuff, I didn't even realize they all came out in the same year. I had no idea. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. I didn't realize that. But yeah, it's just. Uh, it was just normal for me. I, I was busy, but it didn't. Um, uh, I loved it. I was, you know, I loved being busy and on set. So it was all good.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> So, I got a couple questions for you concerning um, some of these films, and then we're going to get into the ticks portion uh, of the interview. Like I said, Step Monster is one of my favorite movies, uh, one of my favorite comfort movies, too. Um, what What was it like working on that film, you know, hanging out with Alan Thicke and Robin Riker and Corey Feldman and stuff?
2: Um, and it, was, it was just so much fun. I mean, everybody was great. I've, I already knew Alan from Growing Pains, actually, so... That was uh, that was really cool to get to work with him again. Such a great guy. really, really nice guy. He actually helped me on growing pains. I was really nervous. It was one of my first shows, and I just remember him you know, talking to me and just, you know, deep breath and it's cool. He was a live audience and the whole bit. So it was a little nerve wracking. And, and then I got to work with him again on Stem Monster. So it was really fun. And Corey uh, Feldman was really, really great to work with. We ended up becoming friends and hanging out for a while. I haven't seen him for a long time, but great guy to work with. So professional and so great as an actor. So it was really
0: fun. That's great. Um, did you did you catch his new documentary that he's got out? Yeah. No,
2: I want to see it though. I haven't. It sounds um yeah, kind of uh, scary. I can. I didn't yeah. realize that happened to him. It's really sad.
0: Yeah, it's it's really sad.
2: I worked with uh, the other Corey as well, Corey Hames, and mm-hmm. when he passed, that was just amazing. I worked with him on two movies, so
0: yeah, that's really sad stuff. There's also another film I wanted to ask you about, and I haven't actually seen it, um, where you work with Stephen Dorff.
2: Oh, yes. Um, that was... Uh Rescue me!
0: Yes, rescue me.
2: God, it was such a long time ago. I'm like going back into my brain. Uh, what was that? What was it? <laughs> trying to picture the poster. <laughs> Try,
0: trying to connect the dots uh, just to keep, like you know, like six degrees of horror or whatever. Because you know, I mean, obviously, he's his big one is the gate for me. So <laughs> I thought it was. I kind of, want to talk about that a little bit.
2: Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that was great. That was fun to work on too. A lot of great people.
0: That's awesome. And I
2: ended up dating Stephen for a while. After that, did you
0: really? Yeah,
2: we ended up dating for a while. That was a long, long, long time ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be at a convention. Um, you know, I had gotten canceled, but he was at, a, he was going to be at a convention that I was going to go to. So, uh, that's funny. That's really funny. No idea. I had no idea.
2: Learn something new every day.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I just wanted to talk a little bit about Witchboard 2. Um, you know, you get you got to work with uh, Kevin Tenney, who who um, who did one of another one of my favorite films, Night of the Demons. And uh, we'd actually reviewed that for the show, too. Um, so what was what was that like working on Witchboard 2?
2: Oh, he was such a great guy. What a great sense of humor um great director just really on top of it uh had a lot of good shots in in that movie i remember one with a mirror breaking and it took a while to set up but it was my reflection and the floor with this broken glass and it looked really cool um yeah he was just he was just a really great director to work with very calm you know not shouting at everybody all the time and you know just really kept it together he was great with the crew and everybody, so...
0: Well, that's good to hear. It's really
2: great working with him. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. That's
0: awesome. So I think we're ready to go into the ticks portion of the interview, and uh, Dumpster Dwellers, if you have not listened to the ticks review yet, we suggest you go do that, because we got spoilers incoming. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong.
3: First and foremost, based on my own morbid curiosity, what is Clint Howard like in person? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He was he was he was great to work with. Um, it was just such a bizarre scene that we did, too. I, I just remember him like on top of me drooling this disgusting stuff
0: <laughs> over me
2: and trying not to laugh. And he's trying not to <laughs> laugh either because we're so close and we're just trying not to crack up and make it look scary. And to us, it was just hysterical. So that was a, that was a fun little scene to do.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say because I'm watching ticks and I was like, I wonder if they've interacted before. And then two minutes later, he is actually on top of you, drooling in your face. I was like, oh,
2: okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm infested. <laughs> we got to know each other really fast. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty disgusting.
3: And then speaking of, uh, you know, uh, I guess slime, um, that whole movie, uh, all the practical effects and everything like that, it just looked so gross and convincing. Like, what was it like being on set with all that gunk?
2: I mean, it's not gross when you're actually doing it, really, because you know what it is. It doesn't smell weird or anything like that. The the biggest problem in all the movies that I've I've done that. I'm covered in slime and blood and stuff. It's just my hair sticks to everything. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I'm constantly ripping my hair from my skin and just trying to wash it off. And, you know, everything sticks to you. But, uh, yeah, other than that, the special effects, I, they put a lot of that in after ah. the movie to make it look more realistic. The actual ticks that we worked with, um, uh, just looked like, like a child's toy or something they didn't move or anything that they didn't look that scary at all. So, yeah, so they definitely put some special effects in there.
3: <laughs> I'm very glad that changed them because the, the, the final product, those things are really, really articulated and they're disgusting looking. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that was changed.
2: I was shocked as well. I was shocked as well when I saw it. Because when I was doing it, I'm like, how are they going to make this look real? Because this does not look real at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they did a good job.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's so fantastic.
1: I actually have a follow-up on that. So... In the movie, you have a tick crawl on your head, so I'm I'm assuming you handled them in some fashion. What what the heck did these things feel like?
2: Yeah, they felt like um just rubber. Oh, okay. Like a you know eraser or something, or like one of those you know toys that you know you get that are just you know a molded rubber toy. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, that's all they felt like. They didn't feel that that weird or anything. I was just trying to make it look real as real as possible because <laughs> I did I had to kind of manipulate a little bit here and there without making it look like I was manipulating it here and there so sure
1: well you did a good job No oh,
2: thanks <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah pretty fantastic do you still keep in touch with people like Seth Green and Alfonso
2: like all those people um I used to run into Alfonso we used to hang out because I was uh I, I worked with Alfonso on um Silver Spoons a few times mm-hmm. So, uh, so I did know him as well before the movie. So that was a real treat to work with him again, too. He's such a sweetheart. And, uh, and we hung out for a bit, you know, you just lose track of people, you get married, you you know, go on and, and, uh, live your lives. And so, yeah, so, but we have run into each other, um, I think a few years ago, probably a little bit more than that. And yeah, so, uh, in a way, keep in touch, but you know, life happens. <laughs> I hope he's doing well.
3: <laughs> yeah, still awesome though. I would love to run into Carlton just you know <laughs> on the random. I
2: know, yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, they
0: call him Panic Man because he never does. I know,
2: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he caught me so off guard in this movie. I was like, "You're
2: Carlton? What are you doing?" I know you're playing a gangster. What's going on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was great, <laughs> flipping the
0: script like crazy. Like, uh, I I think this is like only the, the only tough guy role he's played.
2: I. I think so. I don't remember him in anything else like this, no, because he was like, yeah, he was the real toughie. Yeah.
0: And then he turns into a giant tick. But, yeah, before <laughs> he becomes a giant
3: monster, he's shockingly convincing as a switchblade-wielding, you know, yeah. street ruffian.
2: I know, yeah. <laughs> and on Silver Spoons, he was a little sweetheart, kid, so too. I mean, it was not, he was never tough. I've never seen him play tough, so... <laughs> It was kind of a real, like, you know, yeah, it was a, it was a shocker. I'm like, good job, Alfonso.
0: <laughs> he must have been having a blast playing a bad guy. Well, semi, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we all, I think actors always do. I love playing hookers and drug addicts and <laughs> 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 murderers and stuff. It's, you know, it's just kind of so out of your comfort zone.
0: <laughs> Slip into a different skin. Exactly. Do you have any, like, good stories that you remember from the set working with everybody? God, um anything funny happened?
2: I do I think it was when he turned into the tick was the funniest. Oh man. He was like on the floor writhing around <laughs> everybody's like oh my- and then it's like hot and then we're all kind of cracking up and then I'm like okay, we have to get ready to like you know panic again and and he's just things they kept like bringing out like other things to stick on him and stuff and it was just really funny.
1: I was gonna say how many times <laughs> did they make him do that
2: Oh it was quite a few poor thing yeah he was like exhausted by the end of it. I think he got a workout.
0: <laughs> were you there when uh, when they when they burst all the uh, different things out of the uh, the you know the dummy of him? the the legs and stuff like that
2: yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah it was uh it was pretty it was pretty funny and then they made it look as like when they're actually doing it there it just doesn't look that real but again when they go in and fix it then you're like oh my god this looks amazing oh
3: that easily got it was the most stomach churning moment from the movie because I'm like look at all the crud coming out of him every time one of those legs pops out
1: (laughs) I have a, a quick question. I think I know the answer to this but I'm going to shoot it anyway. So like at the end of that movie when that whole forest is on fire I'm assuming it's just really good lighting but was there actual fires involved like on the set? Uh, I
2: think there was some fire, but you're right. I remember it mostly being lighting. Okay. Around us. I, I think they probably did some fire stuff when we weren't around so much. Sure. But yeah, I remember that. I, going back to which port too? that was when I was surrounded by fire, which was pretty scary. Um, shooting the poster.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Oh, really?
2: Was all real fire. And I had it in front of me and back of me. And that was all real. That was not Photoshop back then. So. Wow. So, yeah, and I was standing on a stool and this guy was standing in front of me and his hands coming up through the rubber um, uh, Ouija board and, and fire just all around me. And me, of course, covered in hairspray. <laughs> a little scary.
1: An accident waiting to
0: happen.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: That's low-key terrifying. <laughs> well, that artwork is so cool. I mean, I remember passing that in the video store and being like, oh, man, I got I to gotta watch that.
2: Yeah, all real. <laughs> um, and I
3: guess my, my last question, personally, it's not related to the movie, but just kind of my own curiosity. Uh, I work in the veterinary field, and I want to know if you had any pets or anything like that, any cool animals.
2: I am a huge pet lover, and I just lost one of my little... Babies, a Gracie, uh, June of last year. Um, she was my mom's dog, and my mom had passed away. And so, and then I had her brother, and he passed away a little before that. So now I have two cats. And my little um, gecko lizard.
0: Ah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, there you go.
2: Kalia. So, yeah. So, I want to get another dog, though. I used to rescue animals all the time. And, Whoa. And find homes for them. I would go to the pound and get them out of the pound. And I had five dogs at one point. And then I had six that I was finding homes for and, and stuff. But altogether, um, growing up, I, I usually had three to four dogs. Constantly, wow! In my house, yeah.
3: That's awesome. You now have a very high level built-in respect for me because I really respect people who are going out of their way to find homes for these animals. Because
2: uh, no, I think it's so. I used to work at a veterinarian uh, hospital. As a matter of fact, Mike. My- oh, that's
3: awesome. My
2: stepfather um, is Dr. Tony Ship. He was uh, they called he was called uh the vet to the stars in Beverly Hills. Uh he's retired now but Whoa. uh yeah, so I filled in for his um secretary when she she left um for a few months and so I got to work in the hospital with him and and deal with people, and, and I think the saddest thing was when people lost an animal, because I would start crying, so I was absolutely no help whatsoever, of course, and like, with the tissues, you know?
3: Yeah, full disclosure, I still cry, it sucks, I hate it, um, just part of the job.
2: Yeah, I know, it's the worst. It
3: is the worst, and we just lost our clinic cat a few months ago, Aww. I was really attached to her Sally, Aww. but now I have, uh, my roommate got me uh, a rat, whose name is Eobard, who's right behind me, actually. Oh,
2: how cute! He's
3: my new little pride and joy. I love Aren't they awesome?
2: I love rats. I'm probably the only girl that likes rats. They're great.
3: They're such smart little sweethearts. I love him to death. He's passed out right now because it's
2: technically like four
0: in the morning for him right now. So... (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. In light of of uh, of what's happening. I mean, I mean, are, do you have any projects you're working on now? Upcoming stuff that's going to be released soon or that you're working on or
2: yeah, I I'm pretty semi-retired actually. Oh, okay. I haven't read for anything. I haven't done any movies for years. I left and I got um my certificate at Emily Carr Art University and I'm doing artwork now and I just self-published a book called, um, Harold and Agatha and the Mysterious Jewel. And I'm working on two picture books and, uh, yeah, I have my website and I'm selling some artwork here and there.
0: That's excellent.
2: Uh, yeah. So yeah, amybluebellart.com is the website.
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, our listeners can get, uh, the artwork through there and your book and stuff.
1: Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I was surprised to see that. I was like, Oh my god, she does art, and I was like going through all your art. I was like really impressed. I really liked it.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it's great. Cause my uh, my girlfriend paints, and it's like I'm kind of like keyed into a lot of that stuff. So I, I was, I thought that was awesome.
2: Yeah, I love it. I just um, right now, I mean, I will. Uh, my husband's an actor and producer, and he's working on a movie. Well probably going to be put on hold so i will be probably doing a small part in that you know i'll, I'll come out with things like that i'm not you know actively pursuing it anymore though
0: gotcha gotcha but that's cool though
1: uh, i actually just have one other question i know we, we, were, we were talking ticks, but uh we also reviewed pumpkinhead 2 earlier in the year and i was just curious if there's anything from that movie in particular that uh you remember fondly working on that
2: uh yeah i just i everybody on that too is so great there are so few movies that I I I usually get along with everybody, so that was just such a fun one too. I just remember the um, the actor who actually played Pumpkinhead uh, was such a great guy. And it was just so surreal to, you know, be having dinner with him one moment. <laughs> and you know, he was so tall and I'm so short and uh, and having dinner and playing cards. Or, OK, it's like, OK, get on set. And then he's running around, you screaming the big, you know, head and face. And then it's like, OK, go back and like pick up our card game or something or, you know. Go to craft services and have a donut. (laughs) And he was such a sweetheart and he played such a monster.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Friend of our friend of the show, uh, Tony from Hack the Movies. He loves that movie.
2: Yeah. It was fun. I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Great. Well, it was so great talking and meeting you guys.
0: Same to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amy, for coming on the show and, um, we really appreciate it.
2: No, oh, thank you so much for having me. Very sweet of you.
0: Of course. So that's it. We hope you enjoyed that interview. And make sure you go check out some of Amy's artwork at amybluebellart.com. Hey everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you
3: can
1: check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast, and make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster and into more eardrums.
0: Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at moviedumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
2: What if we run into one of those croppers? I'll kick his
0: redneck ass.
2: (laughs) I'll kick his redneck ass. (laughs)